Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Lee Judges TV. We can't see each other here because we are all so hot that we're doing this stream naked today. <laughs> so I don't want anyone to see this. You certainly do not want to see Lee Judges naked, let me tell you. <laughs> Why not? You definitely, definitely do not want to see Skegness Dave naked. I can tell you that right now. I tell you what, Lee Judges, if, if Betty Swallocks was my neighbour, she'd be either side of my house. I tell you what, it is absolutely roasting hot today. And I, I don't actually want to... I'm nervous to turn the cameras back on now. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Like, I was actually... Um, <laughs> I was actually... Uh, as the day's gone on, the hotter it's got, like, you know what I mean? I'm on my second shower uh, at the moment, like, you know. Um, and, wow, well, I'll tell you what, like, it was... Um, it was... Uh, I don't know. It's been really hot on it. I know what you said. Like you said, it, it's not comfortable, and it, it's not, is it? Like do you know what I mean. And I tell you what, even now in the evening, it's still uh, still quite warm, isn't it? Like you know what I mean. So here we are. I've got no pants on, uh, letting it all swing. Commando down. is always good, <laughs> mate. <laughs> swing low, sweet Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I tell you, I tell you what, it is. It is actually for me. I think in history, one of the hottest days I've ever can remember. I ever can. I, I, I honestly not just saying this, judges, but we're going to do a countdown. We're going to do a reveal, and then we're going to stick our cameras back on. Get ready for the treat, people. Get ready for the treat. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Hello, people. Yeah. Of course, we're only joking. Of course, we're only joking. I'll tell you what, though. I am absolutely roasting. And up here, I've had my windows open pretty much the whole day, and it's still roasting, mate. I actually cannot get to grips with this weather, mate. I know, look at you. You're a little bit more tan than me, mate. I'm one of these pale skin lads who, you know, I can't have too much sunshine. But even the day, for you, judges, that must be pretty unbearable, mate. And it? Jesus. It, it, it was. I, I, I've, I've been out for a little while. I did, um, did go out on it for a little while. But, like, it was... It was hard. I'll tell you what was hard about it. Do you know, like, I ain't one of these. Do you remember, do you know, you see, and I, I'm always sure, I always use sure, it never lets me down, you know what I mean? But even under my arms today, they, they was getting wet, you know what I mean? Like, where it was so hot, and that's not good, like, you know? So it's not a good look. So um, I've um, I've come home, changed my shirts, in my, my shorts, my pants, the whole damn thing, like, you know? So, uh, the problem yeah, is, like, we're like this. You, you have a cold shower and you need another one as soon as you get out, don't you? Do you know what I mean? That's the problem. Yeah, I have. It's, I just, just it's, so much. Been, it's been unbelievable. Like, you know, I mean, I, I, I get, uh, listen, if you're on holiday, I've been over to places like which have been a little bit hotter than this um, in, in, in the 40s and all that, but you've got a swimming pool. You can dip in and out as many times as you want, like, you know, and it's, you know, lovely. But, but you know, when you're walking about or you work, you know, working, like I see a bloke up the ladder today, Spurs fan, like, you know, and I had a chat with him. Did you, like, push, you know. did you push the ladder off? Did you, did you get rid of the ladder? Or? I, I, I was tempted. I was tempted. <laughs> but it was, he, he was a nice Spurs fan. I know there aren't many of them, but he was a nice one. But he, he's he's um, up the ladder, shirt off, doing the windows and all that. Like, fair play to him, like, you know what I mean? I, I felt like, uh, you know, that was... Uh, and he said he's, he does another job, does uh, delivery driving in the afternoon, you know what I mean, which is incredible. Yeah, and, and in this heat, you know, being like, I, I feel for anybody that's doing it. And I know, like, uh, a lot of the professional clubs at the minute have been going in a little bit earlier, haven't they, to get it 
get it done. Mm. I, w- I was out today. I went out about eight o'clock, half past eight today, and it was better. It was quite, quite good. And of course, I've got to be up early again tomorrow. So, um, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, so uh, if you want to get your things done, get them done early, like, you know what I mean? Get them done early. <laughs> Absolutely, man. We've got a. Uh... We've got a comment up here I'm going to put up because this one for me is is class. Smoky settings. Dan Potts and Lee Judges, like DB10 and TH14. Which one are you, Lee? You want to be on real Burkamp? I don't mind. Oh, I think, uh, you know, I mean, you like Burkamp, don't you? And, uh, Dennis, but, Dennis, got to be Dennis. Uh, you know, I mean, I think I'm as cool as Henri. There you go. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take either, to be fair. I mean, what a compliment. Yeah. Thank you so well, much. Wow, what a compliment. Yeah, you can't... Uh, you, if you was compared to any of them two, that have been that's that's good enough for me. That's good enough for me. Absolutely, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. Um, guys, welcome. Um, I should say a huge welcome. And of course, we have got clothes on, so please don't panic. And those on the audio, please don't panic. We are actually fully dressed, and we are talking as usual. Um, and uh, apart from it being hot, I think me and Lee are both well. Yesterday's stream went down well. Thank you all so much for watching that. If you haven't done so already, then please get yourself over there, talk a little bit of transfers, talking a little bit about the friendly game against Everton. And of course, this is the last day, Lee, and I will touch on it. Um, but you're here, mate, because you're off tomorrow, you guys. Yes, yes, I'm off uh, to Orlando tomorrow, like yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm going out there, so I'll try and bring a, bring a little bit of content if I can and whatever. Follow me on Instagram. I'll try and get some some pictures and and all that. Like, I know Julian's out there. Our friend Julian, uh, friend of the show, and of course has been in yep. out there. He's out there. He's uh, you know he's already had uh, met uh, Gilberto. He's met. Ray Parler, and as we speak now, uh, Jesus, um, Rob Holding, Ramsdale, and Smith Rowe all just turned up at the pub, um, which I think is fantastic. But I will say this: they never do it in England, do they? You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I know that I know that we get the opportunity to go to games and all that, and um, and, and which is great. But we never get that opportunity where we. We get to meet the players, you know. What I mean, like, um, and I, 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 I don't want to be bashed for it and whatever. I think it's fantastic that the the American guys get the opportunity to do that, the supporters out there and everything like that. But ultimately, you know, they never come in one of the pubs and have a have a little uh, quiz and do things that down this end, do they? No, I, I'm with you there. I am with you there. Um, and maybe they see it as a little bit of a okay to do it outside of their kind of road. I don't know why that kind of makes sense in my head, but it kind of does. I think like if they all rocked up at the Tollington after the games, I think it might be a little bit a little bit too much for them, if you get me. However, having said that, <clears throat> I think you're spot on because we're the ones that are going home and away in England every single uh, time. Um, mm. And we're not really getting what they, they are getting uh, over in other countries. Now, having said that... Um, Maybe they see it as they don't get the chance to ever have the opportunity over in England of, of going there because they don't live out there or the people that are over in Orlando get finally get the chance to not just watch the players but meet the players. And I've got nothing wrong with that. I, I have to say, I think it's great that they are doing it. And if they've yeah, yeah, the pub to meet the players, of course, we're absolutely fantastic. And we all want to connect with the fans and, and the players. And I think we've kind of got that, to be honest. Um, talking of connect and fans and players, um, Fabrizio Romano is saying... Uh, here we go. Zinchenko to Arsenal is pretty much done. Full agreement in place. Uh, he's saying here since Friday with Manchester City for 30 million, a guaranteed fee. Personal terms are also agreed. Um, Fabrizio Romano, Lee, doesn't normally talk rubbish. He's one of the ones I do no. look at. 
No, do you um, want a little, little Lee Judges TV exclusive? Go for it. Shall I say it like? Edu is travelling out to Orlando tomorrow morning. Now, he um, wasn't on the, 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 the plane earlier on. Um, so, obviously, I, I cannot see him going on the plane tomorrow if that deal was hadn't been done. So, I'm very, very confident that that deal has been done and I can confirm that uh, Edu is travelling to um, Orlando tomorrow. Well, there you go. And he did say to you, didn't he, when you met him, that he was, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be there. So, obviously, at the time, I think they were sniffing around Zinchenko and he didn't yeah. know quite when it was going to get done. So, it looks now like he has agreed. And I must say, Lee, I know we touched on it a bit last night, I do like this signing, do you, Zinchenko? Yeah, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with this one. Like, there's a good little chat on there. What happens with him now? Does he travel to America or does he stay where he is or whatever? Like, you know, what I mean, it's an interesting. I think one. he'll I probably stay. I think he'll stay and get all the paperwork, personal terms, all that kind of stuff done, and medicals and stuff. I imagine. I can't see him going to Orlando, personally. No, well, he's out, apparently he's out um, with Man City at the moment, so he's going to have to leave there. Right. There you and, go. Um, so uh, they might get it done in America. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean, I don't know. If I'm, I don't know where Manchester City are. Where well, does anybody, does anybody know where Manchester City are? Let us know in the chat if you know. Yeah, I know don't know. Chat. Oh, someone <clears throat> say in America as it happens, like he's in America. Ah, interesting. Texas. Texas. Right, is that where Manchester City are? So I'm, I'm more than likely then that he, he'll travel across then if he's in already in America. So it makes sense that he's gone out of there and 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 gone to to, to Houston. Someone saying so. Yeah, so um, that that may may look like that they get that all done, like you know, Houston, Texas. Look at this from Skegness, Dave. Man like Shinzenko. <laughs> man, like, he's, man taking, like he's a... taking a mick out of you there, Lee. He, like, he likes to yeah. take the mick he's out. He's, he's, he's very brave, that boy. He's very brave <laughs> behind a computer, and he's very brave behind the phone. When I see him, oh hello, Lee. How are you? <laughs> he'll be sucking up again now yeah, um, I must admit mate... Chinzano and Lemonade that's what he'll be buying <laughs> Chinzano and Lemonade <laughs> I must admit I really like this signing now there's a few people Lee before we get into some keep or sell players that kind of confuse me in the fan base because I've seen a lot of the last few days what does this mean for Ben White if Saliba's playing well what does this mean for um, Tavares what does this mean if Sinchenko comes in for Granit Xhaka what happens if we get a winger and Saka doesn't get as many games? What's going to happen with Smith Rowe? I don't really care. This is supposed, no, to, be a, a squad. Care. It's supposed to be a squad, isn't it? It's supposed to be competition. So I don't remember in 2004 ever feeling sorry for Carnu or Wiltor because they couldn't get ahead of Henri Burkamp or feeling sorry for Ray Parler and Edu because they couldn't get ahead of Vieira and Gilberto or Reyes and Van Persie and Fabregas because those players in the team were just competing with them at the time and were just better. So this is what we need, mate. We need a Saliba and Ben White in every single position. And at the moment, we haven't got that. So when we get two or three positions that start to look strong, I want more than two or three positions. So I'm just so against that kind of mentality. I want all of these kids fighting for places because it's healthy competition, mate, isn't it? Yeah, 100% like, you know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, hopefully um, this is not the end of it now. You know, we need a couple more. So I know, like, uh, Edu's going off to, to America now. I, I, that's not his work done. He's... Uh, you know, a couple of days out in in America, and you go again, Mister Edu. That's what I'll be telling him. You know what I mean? Like, uh, get yourself a, a midfield player now. I will not be happy, Dan, until a, a midfielder is addressed. I, I'm I'm sorry uh, if I'm out there and I bump into Mister Edu. I will tell him that <laughs> I am not going to be happy until 
we strengthen that midfield because that midfield is paper thin with with it really like you know we're one, we're we're an injury away from having what we had last season towards the end of the season it wasn't good enough that and I don't mean that critical against anybody in the team I'm just saying this facts and uh, right. that is needs needs to be done like you know what I mean so uh you know, so there's a few things in the chat, like I've got to address, like you know, um, on, on this one. There, someone has said, um, AFTV presenters keep or bin. Now, whoever that is, was it Isaacs or something? Like, you better not be binning me and Dan, I'll tell you, like, you know what I mean. But you can <laughs> bin him if you like, but I'd not be interested to know who you would bin and who you wouldn't, like you know. So, uh, <laughs> so that'd be a good one there. Listen, Chen, Pots and Lee, the only ones that talk sense on AFTV. I'll take that one. Thank you very much for that. Thank you very much Ch- for that. Chinzano, Chinzenko, whatever you want to call him, does does he improve our 11? Debatable. But what he does, mate, is what, what he does do is if the Tierney isn't fit, he it stays the same way. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think there's a dip. We were talking about this yesterday, weren't we, with Saliba and Ben White. Whoever plays, there's not a big dip. Yeah. That would be the same on that side there. So I'll, I'll be happy with that because then whenever Tierney's not available, I am not going to be stressing over it. And that is the same now that we need in that midfield. If party gets injured, we need someone in there that's going to come in and do the job like you know what I mean. So uh, I, 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 I think that, you know, it's a good signing. I'm pleased with it. But for me, I'm, I'm with you on this, Dan. It, this cannot be the end. Listen, Gilberto was on a telly. He said, I don't know if you see him. Uh, he's turned around and said, How many now? He said, At least another two. And, and he said, Well, where do you think they're finishing? He said, You know, at Arsenal, the mentality has got to be to win the league. And, I, you know, he wasn't afraid 100%. to say that. He wasn't afraid Why to say that. Why should he be? Why should he be? No, you know what I mean? And I, I know that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I, I know we're not going to win the league, but we should be saying, Oh, well, well we're, we're happy with fourth. No. We've got to be looking to get into to win the league. And if we're going to get in to win the league, the transfer window isn't good enough. When people go, oh, it's a good transfer window. It's a good transfer window for what? To get into the top four, a good transfer window if you're Tottenham, a good transfer window if you're Leicester. Oh, we're Arsenal. A good transfer window is when you're going back in the old days, looking at it and going, Do you know what? That might be the one that gets us over the line for the title. And that's what we need to do. So we need to bring in two or three more players. You know, Wayne Newman saying four players. You know what I mean? I'm not going to argue that. If anybody says four or five, I'm not arguing. Uh, I I said five. I said five. But everyone will say that's unrealistic and we're never going to get it. But Lord United One's put a brilliant one in here. He says instead of 12 players, now we've got 15 players of good quality with Zinchenko coming in. But we still need more. 15 ain't enough. So I think I'll take his point there. I do. 15's not um, enough. Because you've got five substitutes that can come on as well. So exactly. the minimum of six minimum of a squad of sixteen top class players, you know, I mean like uh, we still still no no world class players in there, a couple of potentials, yeah, we know. But ultimately, like, you know, I still think we need two or three, you know, I mean, especially with this substitutes, five substitutes. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Uh Lee, I've created something, mate, that I'm gonna put up. Um, Go on. it's a little little tactics board which we've all seen before. And it's got a team of 11 players that I think we need to either do something with. We either keep, we either loan, or we sell them. Right? So we're just going to go through them. I'm not going to go through the whole squad because it will take us all night. Yeah. Gonna, we, know who, we know who the first 11 are. We know who the players are that we need to keep. 
I don't think we're that, you know, we're not, I'm not going to insult anyone's intelligence for that. But I am going to share this and I'm going to put it up. And I think it's going to be interesting for us to get an understanding of how much we still need to do and what we might need to do for these players. Because I look at some of the players in this system and in this squad, sorry, should I say, and I still feel that we need some work to be done on it. I really do. Like, I really, really do. Um, so I've put an 11 up. I will read it out. We'll see it easier on the screen than me and Lee probably will. But I will read it out um, and I'll make it bigger in a minute. But I think it's clear that the business is not done in terms of our incomings, Lee. <laughs> I'd like to think that's the case anyway. But actually, when you look at the outgoings, there's a lot still, in my opinion, to be done. Right. There's a lot to be done because I saw against Everton the other night. Some players coming on that I just really did not did not excite me, should I say. Yeah, players coming on the second half I'm talking about, right? It didn't excite me. The second half I'm thinking, well, he's not going to be here. He's probably going. He's future's up in the air, blah, 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 right? Now, someone's uh, made a good point in the chat. Maitland-Niles is an attacking midfielder. That That is actually a, a mistake, so I will drag him back. <laughs> but you get my point. There's an 11 there that probably we need to do something with right so i'm going to go through them and i'm going to let you tell me what you do and i'll do some as well and we'll just go okay. through what we think is going to happen to them and if you think what's important for me lee is if you think it's key that potentially we sell them or we try to give them another chance is what i'm looking at right because there's someone here that perhaps people in the chat think deserve another chance Right. So this is going to be key for me. So we're starting goal. This one for me is, is just a madness. This guy, we got Runnison in Lee. I'll let you have your say on this one. But I straight away knew he wasn't good enough. And I believe Mikel Arteta straight away thought, I've seen enough. I remember the game against Manchester City in the League Cup. And it was just embarrassing, if I'm honest. Now, yeah. great side. Don't get me wrong, Man City. But it was poor. So... Does this guy deserve another chance in an Arsenal shirt or is it time to try and find another club for him, Lee? Uh, listen, no one likes to be nice. Uh, sorry, nasty. You like to all be nice and, and, and whatever. But unfortunately, being a manager, being a coach, sometimes you have to be ruthless. And if they're not good enough or up for it, bye-bye. And I'm afraid I watched him in one game. I don't care, like, you know what I mean? I see enough in that game to say, no. Uh, uh, and... If he was to play for Arsenal again, I wouldn't be sleeping. I'd be so worried, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm I'm sorry. Um, he may be a lovely person, and I hope that he is, and all that, like you know. But I'm sorry, not for the Arsenal. Well, the reason I put him in instead of Leno, Leno, because I was going to put Leno in, but I think we know Leno's going, don't we? He's going to, we don't yeah. where, but he's going to go somewhere. Fulham are looking the favourites from what we hear. Um, be a shame, if I'm honest with you, Lee, Leno leave him. But I think he has to go for first-team football for himself. I don't think he wants to be here. And when a player doesn't want to be there, you've got to kind of accept that it's time for them to go, really. So that's why I went for Runnison, because it would be interesting for me, knowing that we've got Turner in now, with Ramsdale at number one, who's going to be our number three goalkeeper. And he's obviously one of the options in there. We've got Hein, we've got Okonkwo, and obviously Runnison. And I just think it's time to just accept that this one hasn't worked. I don't think the stature of the keeper's there for him. I don't think he's had a very good start in his in his um, career at Arsenal. And if I'm honest with you, I didn't watch him since when he went out, but 
I don't hear amazing things about it. So I think it's probably going to go down as a bat, as a bit of a big L as a signing, and he needs to move on. I do want to move on though to the two fullbacks first of all because I think this one's going to be interesting for some. Let's start with Hector Bellerin. Now Hector Bellerin is on just over a hundred thousand pounds a week, which apparently is a huge issue for other clubs. Real Betis. Apparently, he supports them. Went out on loan. People are saying he did well. Actually got himself back into the international setup at one stage last season. And is a player that apparently has said his kind of goodbyes to Arsenal, but needs to be given a contract at somewhere that he feels happy and accepts money-wise. Now, the issue I've got with this, Lee... I want him gone. Don't get me wrong. I think I've seen the Bellerin movie, as I said the other night. I need. I need. It needs to end. But we might have a problem selling this guy, Lee, because he's on a lot of money. So I just want to get your thoughts on what you do with Bellerin. Um, listen, he didn't cost us nothing because uh, he come through a youth system or whatever it was. I know, like, wasn't. Yeah, we uh, bought him from Barcelona at sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not great big money. Cut. Cut your losses. Cut your losses. Try and get as a minimum fee for him if you can. If not, you know, get him off the wages. You know, um, that's how I look at it. I know you, you, it's not what you want, but hundred grand a week. If you know, we, we don't want him sitting there, not playing and, and whatever, and going there. You know, he's got a year left of his contract. Ain't going to get a great deal of money. Cut your losses. Do the right thing. I think you're right, mate. Um, I think you're right. Uh, if someone was to offer a fee, what what do you think would be acceptable for Bellerin? If I was to well, say right now, I think he's a fifteen million pound player. When you look at the current, when the players are about and all that, but you know, you're not going to spend fifteen million pound on a player, hundred thousand pound a week on wages, um, and then um, then um, you know. It, it's a big, big deal when you can get him for nothing the following year. So if it was me, you know, you'd, you'd say, all right, okay, we'll wait. Um, but, you know, uh, it depends what sort of clubs are in for him. If a better seven got that sort of money, then, then it ain't there. Like, you know, listen, I, you know, minimum fee five to, to 10 million would be fantastic. But, you know, ultimately we need to see him, go really and that's not being horrible to Bellerin I'm, I, I like Bellerin when he first came in but it's just sometimes it's best for both parties the time comes the time comes for everybody to leave a football club then and his time's come yeah here. I agree um, I'll be amazed if anyone offers 15 million I think we'll be lucky to get 8 if I'm honest with you but I just yeah. think we need to cut the losses and go and just take whatever people are giving us and get rid of him get rid of his wages let him go and have another another club Um when he first came to Arsenal, I liked him. I loved his pace. But actually, was he a little bit overhyped? Was he as great? I'm not so sure that he was. I look at Tommy Yasu, I think he's miles ahead. So um, I'm happy to let, allow Bellerin to go. The other one I want to talk about, though, Lee, is Cedric. Because Cedric's been a backup right back now for Tommy Yasu, and he was playing quite a lot of games for Arsenal. Now, if Tommy Yasu is going to have another injury-prone season, which, unfortunately, is not looking too sharp at the moment, he's injured again. Is Cedric good enough for you as right back, or do we need to upgrade on that position for you? That's a very, very good point, and and one of the things that I and you just made a fantastic point there. If Tommy Asu is fit and um, plays like he did for the first half of the season, then then I, I think you could get away with Cedric being a backup. But you're dead right 
if Tommy Asu again is not not featuring at all in these games at the moment. And if that is the case, and again, it's another one of these players you can't rely on, then I'm thinking, right, okay, let's sell Bellerin, let's sell Cedric and get in a, right, a proper right back that's going to be able to to play. Push um, Tommy Asu, you know, whether he's going to start or not, I don't care. But that needs to be addressed if 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 Tommy Asu's not, you know, if if Tommy Asu, for instance, doesn't play in these two games in America, then I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm getting a little bit worried about his um his fitness side of things. Then I'm... oh, like, you know, I lost oh, lost you there. Yes, you're back now. Sorry, yeah. So um, uh, I I think at the end of the day. Very, very important that Tommy Asu gets himself back playing and back. Do you remember what, um, uh, what I'm worried about, Tommy Asu? He's, he's going to end up a little bit like Valmalen. Do you remember him? Remember Valmalen? Ah, oh, Valmalen, yeah, Valmalen. What a player, by the way. Always yeah, and then, then, then had an injury and then, and then it was never, ever the same. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't want that again. So Tommy Asu's got to come back and he's got to come back sooner rather than later, in my opinion, Dan. 100% mate um, this is what I would do I would get rid of Bellerin and I would get rid of Cedric I think Cedric's got a year left anyway so it's not like we're going to get any money for him um, we're probably just going to let him go for a free transfer at the age of 32 whatever it's going to be when he leaves but with his contract's up but this Norton Cuffey right back I'm hearing very very good things about and I'm mm. not saying he's ready I'm not saying we should be playing him I'm not saying that we should be giving him 15-20 uh, games next season I do think we should be giving him a go in the Carabao Cup and maybe in the first few games of the Europa League if it does get to that stage. But I would love to see us go and get a right back. Now, I don't think we're going to go and get the one I want, which is like a Tariq Lamptey, because he's probably going to be 50 million plus because he's young, English and highly rated. But there are some options out there at right back that we can go and get. Now, I think that would be a very, very good position to cover. We have been linked with right backs over the last couple of weeks and the last few months, to be fair. And we were linked with a right back in January. And I felt that was more down to the Tommy Asu injury than anything else. But when I look at it, I see Cedric and I see some good games. But boy, I see some shocking games. And you made a good point with me the other night when we were talking about Cedric. I said, why is he always having a cup of tea on the halfway line or down by the corner flag? And you say, well, Arteta wants him to do that. But Tommy Asu never does that because he's doing what Arteta wants, but he has the discipline and the positioning to be able to not be caught out. And Cedric just doesn't have that quality for me. So I feel he gets caught out too much. Now, I don't want to slate the guy because he's a Premier League proven player. He did well at Southampton. He's a Portuguese international, won the Euros, and he's come to Arsenal and he's done a job. But for me, I'm fed up of people just doing a kind of good game, bad game, good game, bad game. I need to see some sort yeah. of consistency and I've not got that with Cedric. So I would be looking personally at a right-back cover for Tommy Asu. You know, you've given your opinion and I've given mine. I don't think we'll get one, Lee. I think that we're going to stick with Cedric and Norton Cuffey as backup to Tommy Asu. But I just thought it was worth mentioning. So let us know what you think you do in the chat. Uh, a lot of people saying Norton Cuffey definitely needs a loan move. And to be fair, that probably would make sense and be wise. So Cedric may be... Um, backup for this coming season. I don't know if that fills you with confidence, only with Cedric as backup. No, well, it, it, it does if if Tommy Asher is going to play 78% of the games. For instance, okay. I don't mind Cedric uh, playing the, the Europa League games and, and, and Caribou Cup game and the old Premier League game. But when he's playing 10, 5th or playing as many games as um, Tommy Asher, which he probably did, I don't know who played the most games, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was um, Cedric last season. That's not acceptable. Not acceptable. Yeah. When a backup's playing more games than the actual player, 
there's a problem. That's the problem that's got to be addressed with Tierney, which it seems to be. And it's also got to be addressed with Partey. You don't want the backup playing more games. Simple as that. Yeah, I think you're bang on, mate. Um, let's go to centre-back. Um, the two that we've gone with here are Pablo Marie and Rob Holding. Now, the reason I've gone with those is because I think they're two of our backups that we're probably going to have to look to either keep or get rid of. And I just want to get your opinions on both the players and what you do with both of them. Would you keep them both as, as cover to Gabriel White and Saliba? Or would you be looking to try and either loan or sell Marie or Holding, mate? Um, this is a difficult one because um, Mari was obviously let out last season because there weren't enough games. There's going to be enough games this season. I don't want to see, I'm going to be really honest with you, I don't want to see Saliba, I don't want to see Ben White and I don't want to see Gabriel playing in any Europa League games. Don't want them there. Want them not travelling, not doing anything. You mean the, the group Europa stages? League. In the group stages, up until, right, until right. we get to, Because I think we should be able to get through the group stages first or second to get us into the to the next round so i i don't i don't think that that that's what i would like so for me i'd keep both so they can both play in the europa league interesting um i would probably allow pablo marie to go now i i i don't mind him actually i don't think he's horrendous i think he's great i think he's probably good cover but he wants to go lee he wants to go well, he's made it quite clear goes. And I think he have to go once you need to go. But I get what you're saying. And the reason I get what you're saying is because we've got four competitions now and we do want to go deep stages of every single one of them and have one ambition, and that's, of course, to win. So when I look at what we do need squad-wise, yeah, you're right. We could probably get away with one of them going, but I think Holden probably has to stay if Pablo Marie goes because obviously then you're going quite short with only Saliba Gabriel and White and I don't really like the facts that oh but yeah but Tommy Asu can play there and all moving these players out of other positions you're weakening more than one position I don't like that I really don't if you're real desperation then Tommy Asu yeah you can play there but we shouldn't be in real desperation now you know so that's the way I see it if Pablo Marie wants to leave go to Italy do what you need to do or go back to Brazil where you where you made yourself um, really quite uh, highly rated but I think Rob Holden is probably going to stay at a backup fourth choice. And then we've got the free chart uh, the free defenders that everyone's quite excited about seeing in terms of competition. So that for me is probably what I can see happening, Lee, to be fair. Um, I can't see much, much drama happening at the back, but there will be some drama in midfield, mate, as we move forward. Um, I haven't put Lokonga in there because I feel like he's going to stay. I haven't put El Nenny in there because he signed a new deal, but the three players I have put in there, we need to discuss. And the first one I want to discuss is Granite Chaka. Now, people might think it's weird that he's in there. He's definitely staying. He's going to be playing a lot. He's going to be a good squad player. The reason I've put him in here, Lee, is because we've just signed, we believe, Zinchenko, who I think will probably be playing not just as backup for Takir and Tierney when Tierney's out, but most of the time in this left eight position that Granite Chaka plays. I think he's very comfortable on the ball. I definitely think he's an upgrade on Granite Chaka, and he definitely suits into a system that Arteta clearly wants and Zinchenko understands. What happens with Granite Xhaka is my first question. And what would you do? Well, first of all, I want to see players coming in, like, you know, another couple of players coming in. And uh, I would actually keep Granite Xhaka. I think he's 28, 20, 29 now. Ain't going to get a great deal of money for him back. And I think he could do a, a job as a backup. And, and again, playing, playing, um, Europa League and also, you know, games in the Premier League. I don't think he's as 
uh, matches of risk as certain other players. But if we're going to go um, and look to try and win things, we need to improve on in that area. But I'd definitely keep him as a squad player. Fair play. I would too, believe it or not. Um, if he wants to stay as a squad player, that's fine by me. Yeah, we rely on him too playing. much. Yeah, I don't want to be relying I, on him as too much. You know what I mean? Like he becomes unreal, not not as reliable as we have done in the past. I think you're right. Um, I I wouldn't mind him going, and I'd quite like him to go. To be fair, but if he wants to stay and be a squad player, that's fine by me. But he yeah. won't want to, in my opinion. At 30 years old, he's just turned 30, someone's told me. So he wants to go and play football for his last few seasons. And I don't blame him, to be honest with you. Everybody would want to do that. Whether you love or hate the guy, you want to go and be playing football at 30 years old. You can't be sitting on a bench and being a squad player. So for me, Granit Xhaka, albeit I believe he'll get quite a few games if he's a squad player at Arsenal because of the competitions will be in, I don't feel like he would want to. If we get the players in that I believe we're going to, I want another midfielder after Zinchenko as well. Not now we stop because we've got Zinchenko. Excuse me. So a Tielemans would be good for me. Um, and that means Granite Chaka has to go. So I, I would be happy to see the back of Granite Chaka. I know you like the player, Lee. I know you do. And to be fair to him, the last couple of seasons, he has actually turned up in some of the games. But it ain't been good enough. So for me... I believe it's time to move on from the Granite Chaka saga. And I do believe that it's probably going to be good for him, man. All the drama he had in the last few years with the Crystal Palace incident, he never managed to get over for some fans. I certainly can't let it go. And people say, why, why, why? But I just can't. I need, I need to see somebody better in there than Granite Chaka. So I hope and, think, and pray, to be fair, that we do get another midfielder and it isn't just Zinchenko. Um, if it is just Zinchenko, I think we need to keep Chaka. If we do get somebody in like Tielemans along with Zinchenko, I think we can afford to let Granit Xhaka go. That's my honest opinion. So that that that's what I think I'd like to see happen, Lee, if I'm honest with you. With Granit Listen, Xhaka. I, what, you know, if you want my honest opinion, what I'd like to see is assign the Brazilian player, sign Tielemans, and then we can say, okay, you can go. That Exactly that. Exactly that, mate. Exactly that. We need upgrades and then you can say goodbye. That's a yeah. great way to end it, to be fair. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally with you there. This is where it gets interesting for me. Because if there's any two players in this squad that I think would be good enough to come into the squad, not the first 11, the squad, it would be these two players in midfield. Maitland-Niles and Lucas Torreira. Now, none of them are good enough to start before people start getting carried away. But if I look at the inverted fullback position, I look at backup for Tommy Yasu, left and right back, midfield, Ainsley Maitland-Niles is that guy for me. I liked him at fullback. I see man of the match performances in midfield against uh, Watford and Newcastle, was it, last season. Then he went out on loan to Roma. Now, apparently he had a shocker out there. Absolute shocker. Wasn't really fitting in. Didn't really gel under Mourinho and it didn't work for him. But I see a player here, Lee, that can be versatile, that can actually give a damn when he wants to. And is a player that I think people forget got ahead of Bakayu Saka in an FA Cup final only two years ago and got picked by Gareth Southgate in the England squad. So I want to get your thoughts on Maitland-Niles' future, mate, and whether you see it at Arsenal, and whether you think there would be a place for him in this squad, mate. Uh, I see maybe as a backup at right-back if we was to sell Cedric and uh, Bellerin. That's the only position that I would see him as a, as a backup. Uh, he could stay as a squad player. But for me, I think, he, can, can I be really honest with uh, Ainsley? On, He's had too many chances now. Fair. Too many chances. Um, Fair. You could say that about other players as well, like, but for me... Um, I thought we'd done well in the FA Cup. I don't know why in that FA Cup final run he was sort of like 
not given the chance, then there must be reasons why. And I just feel maybe time has come. But I quite liked him in that wing-back role. Wing-back, you know what I mean, covering that. But mm, just not just not done enough for me. And I think that's fair. I think if I was to pick anybody from this squad to say you're a squad player, it would be him just because of his versatility and for the fact that he can probably do a job. But like we just said, we need more people. Uh, we need better than just doing a job. So I think you're fairly. He has been given enough chances, not just to Arsenal, by the way. Loan at Roma, loan at West Brom. There's rumours of another loan to Nottingham Forest is what I'm hearing for Ainsley Maitland-Niles. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's time to just accept that it's not going to happen in an Arsenal shirt and he needs to go. But I stand by it. If there's one player there that can give us an versatility, it's him. So that's why I would say the other, you know, someone's made a good point in the comment there. This squad looks like this team looks like a League One side. It's facts, to be honest, in some positions, if I'm honest with you, it actually is. So really, none of them should be uh, should be staying. But if we did have to pick one, I probably would go with him just because he can play in a number of positions. Then we come to Lucas Torreira, Lee. Now, Lucas Torreira, I've got to say this about him, Lee. He was one of my favourite players when we signed him. I loved his tenacity. I loved the fact he was a little bull terrier. I loved the fact he gave no one time. He went in hard. He was a tackler. He was a little terrier at your ankles. He was a horrible player to come up against in midfield. His passing ability at times let him down, but at times he could really play. I remember him against Tottenham when we beat him 4-2 at the Emirates. He was outstanding. Scored that goal. Man of the match yeah. by far. I mean, not even close. Aubameyang didn't even get close to him, and he was sensational that day too. <clears throat> and then Unai Emery, for whatever reason, decided to play him in a David Silva or Edin Hazard role. And it just all went wrong for him at Arsenal. He was never a number 10. I don't know where, where Unai Emery was going with that, but it was never going to work. For me, he's an anchor in midfield. And it hasn't quite worked for him in an Arsenal shirt for the fact that I think he's homesick and he wasn't really fancied by either Arteta or Unai Emery. When he's gone over to Italy, he's done a good job. But again, I ask the question, why does nobody want him? So what would you do with Lucas Torreira? Do you think, seeing as we need a backup to Thomas Partey in defensive midfield, that he's got a place in the squad? Or do you think it's time to say see you later and buy somebody else? No, see you later, buy someone else. You can get £15 million for him. And, and he's one of those players that you can get money for. Uh, fact is, in my opinion, not suited to the Premier League. Did you Probably like him, though? Do you think he was an all-right player? Yeah, I, I, I did like him. I didn't think he would have done anything, but... He's never going to win you the title. He's never going to be like a, a standout player. I think he could come in and do a job like Elneny done. But at the end of the day, if you want the choice between Elneny and and Torreira, I'd, I'd go Elneny. Just think he does the job better than what he would do as a squad player. Um, and and yeah, I think that maybe that he didn't really want to be in England for whatever reason. I don't know. I think he's been mismanaged a little bit, if I'll be honest. But for me, yeah, if you can get decent money for him, then um, I, I, I would say like let him go. If you couldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed if he stayed around and hung around and played in those Europa League games. But for me, um, I think we can get some, some money back on him and, and I'll, I'll do that. Fair play, mate. Um, I will say this about Lucas Torreira. I don't think he wants to stay here. Like Pablo Marie. So I think it's time to let him go. Yeah. When yeah. a player's not happy, Lee, you just can't keep him, man. Even if no, no, you can't in this day and age. That is one hundred percent true. So I, I, I agree with that. Fair play. Let's move over to the last three players because these three are going to be interesting as well. Um, well, two of them certainly are. Nuno Tavares or Nun Tavares, as apparently you pronounce it. Um, what are we going to do with this guy, Lee? Because in my opinion, this guy is a left winger or a left wing back. He is not a defender. I've seen enough. 
in my with my eyes to know that this guy can't defend his positioning's bad he's got rash decisions his discipline's poor i look at him and think you are a player that has potential going forward but you have nothing going back and it was funny because we were in the studio the other night and Ty said maybe he's another Andre Santos and he, he weren't far off to be fair because going forward he could actually do half something Andre Santos but my god he was shocking as a left back absolutely shocking same with Saad Kalasanac absolutely awful left back yeah but when you look at him going forward Nuno Tavares I can see some all right things he's mm. 21 he's still learning but I think it might be time for him to either loan like loan out and go and learn his trade somewhere else or do we just say does Mikel Arteta, should I say, say, you're not for me? Because he's made it clear, Mikel Arteta, that he's not his favourite player. So what do you think is going to happen with Nuno Tavares, mate? Well, if it was me, I, I think there's a player there. I, I like it when he burst forward and all that. When he first got into the side, I like what he'd done. But he got found out. For me, I, I, I feel at 21 years of age, he's come over to a new country and all that. Like, I put him out on loan. I put him out on loan to a... To an, uh, another Premier League side and just monitor him, see what he can do. Uh, um, you know, someone like him needs to have a good good little run, a bit like what Saliba's had. A couple of years when the pressure's off a little bit, you know, of an Arsenal. You know, you still know that you've got a career at Arsenal uh, and, and just see what you can do. Just say, right, you're going on loan. Let's see what you can do. You know, I don't think he was helped by the manager, I'll be honest, but, you know, um, he, I remember him playing against Leicester. I thought he'd done a decent job there. A couple of home performances. It all started to unravel for him at Liverpool, you know, and, and, and that's when he lost a little bit of confidence, like, you know. So, um, I, I, you know, because you're not quite at, at 20, don't, 21, don't mean to say you're not going to be great at 23. I, I'd put him out on loan and see what happens. And you can't lose anything from it, Dan, you know what I mean? If, if the loan don't work, then, you know, you sell him and whatever, you're still learning the game, you know, and, and then I would actually say, right, okay, We'll see how it goes. But for me, I think a loan move for him, definitely. Fair play. I'm going to agree with you. Now that we've got uh, Zinchenko, we're going to afford to let him go on loan. And I know it sounds mad because I've just said he's not a left-back, but he was the only left-back option we really had that I had yeah. no faith in being, unless you put Saka there or Cedric there. I just don't like doing that. So for me, he has to go because Zinchenko's there now to cover for Tini if Tini gets injured and Tavares can be allowed to go on, go on, on loan. And it wouldn't surprise me if he comes back and Arteta just no. doesn't fancy him. We move on from him, but at least give him a Darren, chance. Darren to go makes prove. a good point there. Like you know, he's twenty-one, still learning the game. He has time to good develop point. his defensive side. Of it. Very good point. I agree with that entirely. Yeah, no, he's a very good point, mate. Now we come to a player that me and you agree and disagree on pretty much every week when the season starts. Nicolas <laughs> Pepe. Um, I'll start with this one because go on. um, a lot of people, um, a lot of people listen to me and don't quite understand where I'm coming from with Nicolas Pepe. I think you do, to be fair, but I don't think everyone does. He's not my favourite player. I'll put it out there. He's not. He frustrates the hell out of me <laughs> at times. But there's no doubt in Lee, and I think you'll even agree with this, that there's a talent there. Yeah. There's some unbelievable talent, right? Here's my thing with it. The only reason I used to stick up for him was because I thought he got a rough time in comparison to some of the other players that stunk out the house. Now, when Pepe stunk out the house, it was a joke. Absolute disaster. Just shocking. Get rid of him. Absolutely awful. What a disgrace of a signing. 72 million. What a waste. When Lacazette stunk out the house for nine weeks, at least he, at least he tries hard. Now, that to me ain't right because Lacazette was doing nothing to contribute to the side. Nicolas Pepe scored 16 goals the season before last and every time that he came on, 
at the start of this coming season, we did something, created something. We either scored a goal like we did at Wolves, created a goal like we did at Brentford, created a goal like we did at Palace. Whatever it was, Pepe was coming on and he was doing well. And then something changed and he wasn't really being allowed more than 10 minutes. And the times he was coming on, 2-1 down at Brighton, bring on Pepe with 10 minutes to go. 1-0 down at Southampton, bring on Pepe with 10 minutes to go. I just don't think we can be looking at him as that type of player. Now, I think there's a positional issue there. I don't think I look at Pepe and think, wow, this guy's a right winger. I would have liked to have seen him more on the left and more down the middle, but we're not going to see that opportunity now, in my opinion. And that's the reason that I look at Nicolas Pepe ahead of the other players and ask the question, why are you treated differently? Because there's no denying that he has been Lee. We know it doesn't take Einstein to work out that Arteta, he's not Arteta's man. So my question to you, now that I've given my opinion, is what's your thoughts? But before you go into that, I actually want to see this guy go now. I want to see him go. And the reason I want to see him go is because I believe, personally, he deserves a footballing career. And at 25, when he came to us, he had the potential to have that. And he's now going to be, what, is he 28, 27, 28, whatever he is now? He needs to go and play football. And... I believe he's not a happy bunny at the Arsenal. So I say this now, I believe he'll have a very good career somewhere. I don't know where it will be. I don't know if it'll be in the Premier League or if it'll be abroad, if he'll go back to France. But he definitely can score. He's a good finisher, probably one of the best at the club. He's our top scorer of all time at the moment. If you look at everybody that's left at the club, he's he's on top with 28 goals. So there's definitely some ability there. But the guy needs to go, in my opinion. Judges. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the two things with with uh, Pepe, he's been very very unfortunate on two two accounts. The the, the one account that the transfer with fee is nothing to do with him, and I think people compare and look at him as a seventy two million pound which player million pound player which he never was. He was probably about thirty million pound at the very very most. And if you look at him as a thirty million pound player, twenty five thirty million pound player, he's not bad. But that was his first thing. The other thing is that. He, he had a manager come in that didn't didn't want him, didn't rate, doesn't rate him. I, I say it and I say it again. It doesn't matter what Pepe does. Arteta doesn't fancy him. And that's not Pepe's fault. It's not Arteta's fault. That happens in football. Sometimes yeah. you don't rate, rate a player for whatever reason. I was at, at Nuremberg um, and there was a little, you know, he got taken off. He was asked to do a bit of extra work. He was reluctant to do it. He's had enough. He's had enough. Yeah. He wants yeah. out. And do you know what? He goes with my blessing, Dan. And, you know, we get as much money as we can from him and we move on. It just not worked out. I've got nothing against him. He's got a, a, a mercurial talent. I wouldn't say he's got a fantastic talent. Uh, I think it's very, very in flashes. But I like some of the stuff he does. I think he's probably one of the best finishers at the football club, if I'll be honest. Um, but ultimately, you know, I'll go back to when he's done really well in the FA Cup run, which won us the FA Cup. His reward was... Arteta got um, Willian to replace him. That was enough for me to tell me, as a player, um, what he actually thinks of me like. You know, and I've, I've said it from day one. Arteta just does not fancy him like you know, and he hardly played any games last season. He might get a few more with uh, Europa League, but uh, for me, like um, I, I think now it's time for him to go. I think you're spot on there with about the Willian statement that is a that is if that's not a big enough clue to tell anyone that he don't write yeah. him, then i don't know what is 
It's a great point, yeah. mate. Great, great point. Uh, before we come to our last player, mate, I just want to touch on Reese Nelson because it's someone I didn't put up there just because he was. I thought we'd uh, touch on Pepe ahead of him. Um, I don't think this kid's going to make it, Lee. Um, not at mm. Arsenal anyway. I'm sure he's going to make it in football somewhere. I just don't see enough quality. I don't see enough presence. I don't see enough strength. I see too many weaknesses to his game. He doesn't. He does not impress me. I don't go wow with him. I don't look at him and think in five years' time you're going to be a monster. I don't know what you think of him, mate, but I think it's time to just get rid of him or either, you know, loan him with an <laughs> obligation to buy somewhere or sell him because I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one. When he first got into the team and looked out, I looked at him and thought he was going to be a good player. He's just not gone on. He's just not progressed now. That You can look at the manager, that you can look at himself, you can look at the loans and not being ideal or whatever. I think every time he's gone out alone, it's been a brawl. I don't like that idea. Let's see what he can do at home, see what he can do in the Premier League or the Championship, see what he can do. You know, Dean's just said it there, just not good enough for Arsenal. And that doesn't mean to say you're not a good player. But if the standards at Arsenal are high, he's no Saka, he's no Martinelli. He's way short of them too. And if you're not, they're not um the standout player, well, Saka is, but you wouldn't say that Martinelli is guaranteed starting week in, week out. Smith Rowe is not in that in that league, I'm afraid. So uh, it's just not happened for him, like you know. So um, no, I, I, I'm I'm not convinced with Reese. I agree with you, um, and uh, a lot of people in the chat are saying the same. Uh, one year left on his deal, time to just take whatever we can from him and let him go. Uh, whatever he's been on loan, he's never really impressed. He did a Hoffenheim for the first five or six games he scored, and then he just couldn't get in the team. They just didn't fancy him after that. Feyenoord, likewise, he struggled to get into the team until the latter part of the season, and um, <clears throat> that says enough for me. If you can't get in the Feyenoord and the Hoffenheim side, I don't think you're going to get in the Arsenal side. Last of all, mate, um, Balogun. Um, for me, this one's simple. We just load him out again, yeah. in my opinion. To a Premier um, League club. This Very time. important. I agree with you. Southampton yeah, or someone like that, you know, or Fulham, someone that's close to us and that, you know, I I, I would would be looking to do that. Um, I wouldn't want to be sending him up on loan up north or anywhere like that. I want him to be like London club base, something like that, or, or near Southampton, someone like that, so that we can keep an eye on him and he can even be in and around us even when he's not if you know what I mean, like, you know, so for me, Premier League loan has to be there, has to be done. Brentford, yeah, coming in like that. Someone of that ilk, I yeah. would like to see him go to. I agree. I think it would be good to toughen him up at somewhere like Brentford or Brighton or someone that's going to give him a little, yeah. bit, of, a little bit of tough love, if you get me. And uh, I think that's what we need. And I don't think that did Smith Rowe any damage when he went to Huddersfield. It toughened him up big time. What I want to do just quickly for the last few minutes, Lee, is look at what that leaves us with and look at where you think we're still short, right? So I feel personally there's still a lot of work to do. And yeah. some people to say there's not. Some people to say we need five players, as you've seen already. Some people to say, no, we need, only need a couple. But I look at it like this and I think to myself, this is what we've got currently at Arsenal, right? So we've got Ramsdale in goal. We've got Turner as backup. I think we're okay with that. I don't think Turner's as good as Leno, but so be it. Leno needed to go. At left back, we've got Tierney and Zinchenko as backup now. That's definitely stronger than last season. We've got centre backs of Gabriel and White with Saliba pushing and holding as backup. I think we're okay with that, just about. Tommy Yasu is definitely good enough to be our first choice right back for me, Lee. But Cedric, in my opinion, needs upgrading. You've said you might be able to get by if Tommy Yasu isn't as injury prone as last season, and I would agree with that. But if he is going to have a shocker again, I feel that we're weak in that position. 
moving forward, Thomas Party and uh, El Nenny are now probably going to be, along with Lakonga, are holding midfielders. I'm not so sure that Lakonga and El Nenny can come and play a large amount of games. Now, El Nenny and Lakonga might be able to do a job for a few games. But if Thomas Party gets a six-month ACL, which, let's be honest, could happen, <laughs> we are screwed in that position. So that's a position that worries me. Erdegaard and Vieira, I'm quite happy there. Zinchenko, for me, looks to be that left eight. And, of course, we've just had a discussion about what that means for Granit Xhaka, but he is still here at the moment and can be good cover. Saka um, on one wing and Martinelli on the other, fighting it out with Emil Smith-Rowe, I think is good. Marquinhos, I believe, from what I'm seeing, and I didn't think this was going to happen, I think he'll have a place in the squad. Now, I thought we were going to sign him and just loan him out somewhere, and it would be a little bit like a Wellington Silver signing from years ago, where you don't really know if he's going to be a part of Arsenal or not. But looking at how he's been involved in pre-season and how much he's uh, been spoken about, I think we're probably going to see him as part of the squad, and he'll probably be that, that kind of one that comes in and out. Now, it could be that we get another winger. They're talking about Sane, I can't see that happening. But it might be that we get another winger for a replacement for Pepe. And he comes in there, Mark Quinos comes out of that. It could be. Then, Jesus up top with Inketia. That is another position I feel we're weak, mate. So, I'm looking at that squad, and I'm going to let you have your go now. I'm looking at a right-back still having problems. I'm looking at defensive midfield still having problems. Centre midfield at the left eight having problems if Granit Xhaka leaves. Maybe a wide man on the right-hand side. And the centre forward. Now, that's a madness amount of players still. With only three weeks until the season. Are we being too harsh there? Are we expecting too much, Lee? No, I, I think if um, Arsenal are to uh, be serious and taken serious for top four, two midfielders come in, a wide player and a centre forward. Four more. Two midfield, a wide wide player, and a centre forward. I, I would yeah. be I'd be agreeing with that, and maybe a right back for me if I was being. Pissed yeah, we ain't going to get but, that. We ain't gonna if get that. we were oh, if we were to say right, bringing as I said, like Tillemans and um, I don't know the Brazilian's name. What's his name? Marquinhos. Mark. No, oh, sorry, no. uh, the one playing in uh, Paqueta. Paqueta, he comes in, or even Sanich are talking about someone like that. Then one of them, two of them, three, for instance, or all of that ilk, a centre forward. Um, it's not going to happen. I think that they probably buy another wide player that can play in that. You know. The centre forward role will be shared between Eddie and and Jesus. I think, like you know, I think that uh, a good wide player experience. I think that we'll be good to go, and I really do believe that. Really good to go. There we go. I think it's fair enough, mate. Um, I do, and I don't think we're being harsh there, Lee. I know some people might think we are, but I think we just got to be realistic about how good this squad is. This first eleven, I actually quite like. I think we've probably got the strongest first eleven we've had in quite a long time, Lee. But actually, when you look at the backup, it's been quite poor. And that was not just last season that we saw that evident against Newcastle, against Southampton, Brighton, Palace, obviously Spurs. But actually, it was really evident already in the pre-season for me that this B team just aren't good enough. And not all of them. Some of them are OK. Some of our backup players, we're yet to see. We don't know what Marquinhos and Vieira are going to be like yet. But when you look at this backup team with the Cedrics, El Nenis, Lacongas and Ketias, for me, I'm looking, thinking we could probably upgrade on some of those positions. So it's going to be interesting. One thing for certain, we are going to do more businessly. And I just want to lastly get your opinion on how confident you are about being satisfied by closing this window, mate. I'm never going to be satisfied until that midfield is, is, is done. 
I, I'm, I'm not. Well, you know, when you turn around and say to me, Pat, I don't care about money. I don't. I don't think we should be spending 60, 70 million pound on Sane. That's that's my opinion. If he was a 35 million, get him on the cheap. Then, fact, but I'm not. I don't think we should be paying top dollar in that area. Like, I do think we should be playing top dollar for our two midfield players because it's essential that we upgrade on those areas. Partey isn't going to get injured. He's going to be around for 20 games maximum. I, I don't think he'll even play 20 Premier League games. There, I said it. So we need to upgrade on that, and we need to upgrade on Shaka. Like, you know, that's my opinion. Two midfield players coming in. Do I think we get two? No, we may get one. I'll be very, very disappointed if we don't and I'm afraid that when if people ask me and go at the end of this window if no midfield is not improved I will say it's been a poor poor window like, you know, because that needs to be improved now I'm being told by certain people that that will be improved let's wait and see let's wait and see last question of the night is a super chat it's come from Alvin George and he says do you think that any one of the second string need another chance. I've got my opinion on that one, Lee. I've said that Maitland-Niles could probably be the one if I had to pick one. Not that he probably deserves a second chance, but perhaps there is that uh, question to be answered about him being versatile in the squad. But other than that, I I'm not so sure that anyone does deserve another chance, Lee. What about you? No. 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 Cool. No, I think that's fair enough, mate. I think we do have to kind of be like that uh, when it comes to it. Lee, that was a lot to get through, but we've done it, mate. Yeah, um, we've done it. Gone we've through done what it. We need to. I think they should just give us the job now, really. Arteta and Edu just step, step aside. I think we could sort it out, you know. Um, spend a bit of money on those midfield players and then that's it. We're done. We're, 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 we're good to go. It's down to Mikel then, wouldn't it? I think so, man. I think it is going to be down to them too. Um, let's hope that they do provide us with some excitement over the coming weeks because that's what all Arsenal fans need at the moment. Zinchenko looks to be done. Jesus is already done. And we need a few more signings of that quality that coming in the door extra because for me, if we were to be serious competing for the Europa League and high in the league next season, that's what we're going to need. Uh, guys, this has been fantastic. Thank you all so much. There's over 700 of you watching at one stage. Brilliant numbers. Please keep coming back. Please keep liking and subscribing. If you can, hit a like as you come out and a sub on the video. That would be amazing. Please support our content. We'll be back. Lee won't be, but I will be. Lee, enjoy Orlando, man. I think you're going to have a fantastic time, bro. Cheers, my man. And I'll see you when I get back. Absolutely, we will. Until then, take care, guys. We'll see you next time. And as always, up the Arsenal. <laughs>